good, y'all. Oh, no. We live. Oh, no. With your podcast watching head ass. Oh, Jesus. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Uh, it was awful. Chris Edmond, Travis Routes, we are live, live from Midcoast Studio in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. I was going to say Studio City, California. Man, wouldn't that be nice? That would be cool. <laughs> For another day. Uh, right now, Chris uh, Gardner, you know, he books only the, he only books the top talent. <laughs> this has got to be good. I booked, <laughs> I booked Tone Bell and Tim Meadows today. Gardner, who you got? Um, for this show? <laughs> What other show would it be? Mental uh, Health Matters, the Static Podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. John Henry for Mental Health Matters. And, no, you uh, did. That Tone, was you? Tone Bell for... Uh, no, Stacey I just claimed Stacey. Tone oh, Bell. Nice, nice. Damn, except for this show. Oh, for nice. Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, you got me. I got you, I got you a Game of Thrones fan. Oh, oh boy. And you're going to bring a us... A recent, a new... A newbie, a noob. Game of Thrones. Recently man. caught up, big time fan, and he also writes some really good things about the St. Louis Cardinals. We're going to do something that's never been done on this show oh boy. before. <laughs> Just, do we need to call Tech Electronics? Here we go. Hold on to your butts, hold boys on, and girls. On, hold okay, hold on. I want to make sure I set this up correctly. I wore a suit jacket for this. Don't screw it up. He has a blue check mark. He's young. I don't think he can grow facial hair. He's dry. How's the hair hair, though? But the hair hair is great. Joining us live for the first time from the future, Brendan Schaefer. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Okay, let's see if we can hear him. Hey, can you hear us? Hey, how you guys doing today? Oh. <laughs> Is it working? Uh, are we good? You have to figure out. Oh, all right, hold, hold on, hold on, Shape. Oh, this is great. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, Chris Gardner. Try it one more time. Right, Tech. Now. What up, Shafe? Okay. Oh! Yeah! Hey! Hear each other. Just... Hey, quick question. Do you guys make a habit of ripping your guests before bringing yes. them on, or is that yes. just a? Yeah, we host. How does I that host... work? Uh, I hosted comedy last <laughs> night and walked a table before the comics even started. So there you go. That's how it that wonderful, happens. Wonderful. Brendan it's Schaefer. great to see you guys. This is really cool. Wow. What a, what a setup you guys have. <laughs> Woo! Man. He moves to Texas and he gets a little bit sassier. I don't know if I like this new Schaefer. Dude, the, uh, the, I like lo that shirt. the locks are looking almost as good as your carte blanche t-shirt. Yeah, man. The hair is uh, it's not going away anytime soon. Uh, I went with the hat because I didn't want to deal with it this morning, but uh, you, you can tell it's it's still making its way. You look beautiful. All right. Oh, thank getting, you. This is getting a little strange. Are you growing out your hair for the Game of Thrones return this Sunday to look like a wildling? Or Khaleesi. Or, you look like a Khaleesi. Kind of a little Khaleesi in you. You look khaleesi yeah. I, You guys won't believe this because you mentioned the facial hair thing and how I can't grow it, but when I was in New Orleans last week, at a bar, someone told me I looked like Jon Snow. Oh, oh you. Oh, oh, he took a drink. Oh, no way. No way. You guys are about the same size, so that's, that, oh, that works. Nice. I'm all right with that. I think you're a good Jon Snow. I took, it as a, I took it as a compliment. Yeah. He's a handsome man. They'd compare me to Hodor, so uh, I'll take the, uh, the Jon oh, Snow. Oh, I just saw that episode last night. Let's talk Hold about this door, because yeah. you oh, you door. have you, look you publicly announced to the world a few months ago that you had not seen Game of Thrones and you have live tweeted 
about catching up on Game of Thrones, which has been entertaining for me to watch because <laughs> I because it's basically you go back in ta- time and you know your reaction from certain episodes, and now you get to see a newcomer have those same reactions. What what finally convinced you to sit down and binge watch Game of Thrones? Well, I like the reason for so long that I hadn't gone ahead and done it is because I never had HBO. Gotcha. And so it was just it was not easily accessible. But when I when I kept hearing, I think the new trailer dropped actually. That might have been early March or so. Right. And uh, it was a, a pretty extensive trailer. And I I was like, man, everybody's into this. I want to be cool like everybody else. So I just <laughs> tweeted out like, man, I've never seen Game of Thrones. What a bummer! Like, I'd like to start it. I just don't know how. And that was kind of my cry for help. Right. And uh, yeah. somebody somebody messaged me like, hey, here's how to do it. Here's my password. I'll hook you up. And so uh, it worked just as planned. And I've been uh, catching up ever since. I've got 12 episodes to go. Ooh, and I've got nice. two and a half days to do it. I'm convinced I'm going to make it, though. It is. That's an, a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot of emotions yeah. as well. I'm also I'm very curious. So what was the episode that hooked you? What was do you recall that moment or the episode that made the, you the realize to get you. There. Oh, nope, nope. <laughs> what made you realize that? Yeah. Oh, hey, I get the hype. You know, I when it comes to catching up on a TV show that is really popular and has been around for a long time, and not even just TV shows, I kind of did this, the same thing with Star Wars. Hadn't seen them mm-hmm. and then watched a bunch of them in a row. I'm when I make my mind up that I'm going to do it. I'm pretty well going to do it, regardless of how much I'm enjoying it. But I mean, look, I really like the first episode. Kid gets pushed out of a window watching the incest going on. Like, mm. well, how can it get better than that? Totally but it has gotten man. better than that. Yes. And uh, <laughs> it's been awesome. How, no, how I, yes. uh, Gardner, you see what you're missing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that is fascinating about this series is that you find yourself shifting alliances. Your emotions as well begin to shift. Was there an emotional death that got to you the most? What particular moment at this point ha- had you like, oh man, I can't believe they did that? Man, the the like the Hodor thing was oh, a, mm. was a mind blower, and that's mm. really fresh right now because that that's the most recent one. Mm, that hurt, um, man. That hurt. That, that, that one hurt. Ooh, yeah. That was emotional. Mm-hmm. That was bad. And I, I guess we can talk freely here. Everybody knows we're going to spoil it if you haven't yeah, seen yes. it. If it's too late, it's too late. Um, yeah, I mean that was that might that might be number one for me. Um, like Jon Snow dying was tough, but it was okay because like he was back shortly right. thereafter, so that wasn't so bad. Um, but I mean, it's just the series is a bloodbath, man. You cannot you can't get attached to anybody because they're probably going to go. And like when the whole Tyrion thing was happening, he was getting blamed for something he didn't do. I was like, man, I don't know if I'll be able to go on if they take him because he, he's probably my number one right now, and a that could change. Number one. There's still Absolutely. time, mm-hmm. but he time. is a delight. My, um, so, my complaint would be ahead. that that we're ru- we're ruined on every other series now because nobody's going to take the chances, <laughs> the chances and the uh, production value that they bring to it, and you just can't compare. This has been a ten-year movie, basically. Yeah, and that and that's why I was really wanting to if I was gonna get into it, I wanted to be able to enjoy the last season live. And so it was ambitious to say in a month and a half I was yeah. gonna cover the thing, yeah, but man. uh 
I'm almost there. So I think I can make it. Our, our grandfathers built railroads when they got bored and farms <laughs> and all these things. And we, we're legitimately proud of you. <laughs> For binge watching a, a fantasy game, a fantasy TV show. And I'm calling show. it ambitious, like I'm some hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Is there is there a particular Game of Thrones character that you relate to the most? That you have related to the most? That you say, oh, I can see myself being in that person. Oh, that's I'm Podrick for sure, man. Ah. <laughs> Not, now, now that's going to sound oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. What up, Shay? Oh, wow, Put it man. out there. Oh, okay, wait, wait, wow. Wait, He's wait, not wait. a ladies of Westeros. Okay, <laughs> continue. That's not how I meant it. That's not uh -huh. how I meant it. Yeah, I right. Just... Uh, who's got the biggest dong? Who's got the... <laughs> <laughs> That's such a barstool answer, Shay. Yeah, the guy with the biggest crush. <laughs> no, I... I'm thinking more recently, like I'm watching his journey with Brienne of Tarth, and I'm mm, just, I, yeah, he's yeah. kind of growing mm. into himself, yeah, a yeah. young lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, I'm in Texas. He's like, you know, I don't have to stay connected to this. <laughs> Shape, that, oh, that's, let's switch gears though a little bit here. It's been okay. A while do you want to do you want to bite his ear? I do not. I'm going to okay. bend your ear about. Those St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, come they, on. Yeah. Uh, nice little homestand after a, a rough patch. Uh, the Redbirds are uh, top of the division or nearing the top of the division. Uh, what are your thoughts on the sweep of the Dodgers in the first uh, couple of weeks of the season? Man, they're soaring. They're finally soaring. The first week, <laughs> not so much. Um, and they've got to go back to Milwaukee soon after they go to mm -hmm. Mexico here this weekend. Um, and so that could be interesting because Christian Yelich gave them a lot of problems, but you know, people were freaking out about the pitching during that series, and I actually did get to cover that one, and it was like a home run derby. It was. Balls were flying for both sides, and so I, I wasn't getting too bent out of shape about, you know, the, the pitching not doing so well there. Since then, we've seen the bullpen especially really start to put it together, and when the Dodgers came into this series, a four-gamer in St. Louis, they were averaging 8.4 runs per game, and the Cardinals, for, for the most part, Waka struggled yesterday, but they shut them down um, out of the bullpen and to take all four games against a team that was looking as good as the Dodgers were. Uh, I think, I think that brings the Cardinals back to kind of where you expected them to be after a bad start. They maybe overachieve a little bit in that series, but I think the really cool part, if you're a Cardinals fan is you look at all the things that aren't going well yet that right. you can expect to do so going forward. Like Goldschmidt is still hitting 190. I know he's got the power, but he, you know, he's not really put it all together yet consistently. Right. And I think you're going to see some other guys kind of do the same thing. Ozuna, you know, has been an adventure all the way around, but he's still hitting a home run here or there. Um, if he feels like his shoulder can get healthy and, and put it together, as long as the bullpen keeps doing what it's doing, um, which I think the biggest surprise most pleasantly has been John Gant and the way they've been able to use him, uh, you know, as, in as many games as they want to for multiple innings at a time. Um, if his arm holds up and he can be another late inning weapon, that's going to be really positive. And so I think when you look at where the Cardinals are, it's really just positive all the way around because, uh, you know, when you get into a season, you talk all season about what they've done, what they didn't do. And then when you finally start it, if they really fall flat, that could be a disappointment. But two weeks in, they're right, right where you'd hope they would be. And um, I think good things are, are to come for sure. Do you feel like uh, the the comical parts of Ozuna's uh, defensive blunders are uh, are warranted? Like, are we going to see more of that, or do you think he's just going to kind of so. steadily improve? Oh, I'll take that. I Anytime so. I can see Joe Kelly lose his oh. ish, I, I'm in. I'm into it. And if that's at Marcelo Ozuna's uh, peril, that's how it is. 
Here's what's bad about that, though, because you saw the next night, there were two balls that would have or could have been caught over the wall had the, the player just done exactly what Ozuna did the night before, but they were, like, afraid to do it. I think it's a full-on conspiracy. Like, mm, Dexter Fowler would have been on Center had mm. Ozuna not done it the night before because right. that ball was two feet over the wall. He climbs it. He makes an amazing catch. But he, he was afraid to do it because – he, he knows exactly what social media and what everybody would do. And so Ozuna then later on in that game had one as well. So I'm just worried about his ability to rob home runs at this point, because I think they're going to be kind of sore after the, the Ozuna thing. He got, he got beat pretty hard for that one. Brenda, you do a great job at covering the St. Louis Cardinals and you have a fun following on Twitter. What have been some of the, the weirdest interactions with fans Man, in regards sports fans to fans get real into especially things. in St. Okay. Louis, especially when it comes to the Cardinals. And I, I've kind of peeked from time to time at some of the interactions you've had with a few of these fine folks. But what has been the weirdest or the most insane interaction with a potential B-fibber when discussing the St. Louis Cardinals? Like I get a lot of weird stuff and I typically almost always enjoy it because I can kind of throw it back and have fun with it. Um, there was there was one over the the winter where I was debating Matt Carpenter back and forth with a guy whose account said John Mozeliak or something like. Clearly, I'm not talking to the Prez right. um, of baseball ops on that one, but just like you know, I, I try not to yell at the trolls, but sometimes I just lose my mind on it. And so that happened once, but without a doubt, the most comical thing that has happened. You know how I am with the poll questions. Right. I like I like these. Uh, you know, I like to mix it up a little bit. And um, there was one guy who had a – it's not an egg anymore. It's just like a blank Twitter avatar profile face. Right. Always a good sign. And and I'm going to give him a shout-out here because he still follows me. I still interact with him, which is hilarious after this. His name's Douglas. And I posted a poll, and I guess the Cardinals weren't doing so hot. Maybe frustrations were running high. And his reply to my poll was, I'm waiting for the poll that gives an option to kick you in the balls. Nice. Please provide this option. <laughs> and like, just, I'd never seen this guy before. I had no idea who he was. And so just like, I, I busted out laughing. Like a lot of times you might think, oh, that's not very nice. But like just the phrasing and the fact that it was an egg profile, I had never interacted before. <laughs> I lost it. Yes. And I like retweeted it. And I thought, I thought, man, that, um, I appreciate your, you know, your enthusiasm. And so at that point, uh, and the guy's name is Douglas, mind you. And so then Charlie Marlowe retweets it and says, I stand with Douglas. I said, well, that's a um, considering his relationship with Doug Vaughn. And so that was, that's my favorite one that I can remember. It was pretty good. <laughs> Nothing like someone that you consider a colleague standing with your troll. <laughs> <laughs> Against an egg. The egg or someone I know in person. Hmm. Uh, how do you think the series is going to go in Mexico this weekend? The Cardinals are taking on the Cincinnati Reds. Um, this has been, what is this, the second or third year the Major League Baseball has done this series down in Mexico? Yeah, I think that sounds about right. I think that, I don't think the Cardinals have been before. No. No. So um, it's kind of weird because you, you go so far in, into a, to a place you've never played for two games. Um, so, I mean, hopefully you just, if you take one of two, I say that's perfectly acceptable. Does this, like, um, as far as I, I, I've heard players, I don't, I don't know if I've heard any players complain. I don't think anyone's going to complain because you get to represent the St. Louis Cardinals in another country. Yet? But no, I'm curious as to, will this, do you think this will have any effect on travel in the next couple of weeks? Does this throw the players out of rhythm? 
these guys are used to having, you know, that this is kind of throwing them uh, their season, I guess their travel a little bit out of whack. Yeah, I think they'll be okay just because it's it's kind of different to have an off day on Friday too. I know that's kind of a new thing that they're going to have more often right. this year. And so they'll get the travel day today. Um, and then, you know, just a quick two-gamer. Hopefully, I would say if anything, you hope that it there's, there's no residual just playing that next right. series in Milwaukee because it's going to be an important one. Um, I think the Brewers right now are looking like chief competition um, in the division. So I think it'll be fine uh, long-term. Interested to see how they perform in Milwaukee, not just because of the travel, but because of what we saw the first week of the season there um, when, when the Brewers just teed off on Cardinal pitching. I, my main concern is that they got to get there. Wait a second. Wait a second. You have yourself pulled up a video stream and all the sounds Shh, working. Chris, yeah. Chris, don't, 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 don't mess I this up. Yeah, what don't are you mess doing now? Sorry, go ahead. He, oh, boy. <laughs> Shafe <laughs> gets it. Shafe <laughs> gets it. There you go. <laughs> I was pointing. I, this yeah. is fun. Travis, do your thing with the logo. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Other arm. Other oh, yeah, yeah oh, there you go. Okay. I got it. And then now treat Gardner's I have trouble with that, too. It's like a mirror image. I can't, I can't do that in a mirror and know which arm is which. Yeah, and I'm also an idiot, so that doesn't help. Nope. Doesn't. Well, um, my main concern is they got to get to Mexico and back, and we're in a national emergency. Doesn't that concern people? Mm, that's a good point. Gardner came what up with an interesting. Order? Well, Gardner came up with an interesting thing. What What happens if the president just gets annoyed this weekend and <laughs> says, "Screw it, shutting down the border. No one gets in. No one." What do you think happens? Those are <laughs> those look and and because we discussed we broke it down all the way because we're that we Jordan have, Hicks has a real attitude. We're gonna assume <laughs> we're assuming that in some way, shape, or form that the owners of these two clubs have probably given either to this administration or the party of this administration. And Cincinnati, Ohio, of course, Ohio going for Trump in the last election, Missouri being a red state. Would the president risk his own base by shutting down the border this weekend, forcing the Cardinals and Reds <laughs> to be stuck in Mexico? Am I supposed to answer this like as seriously as possible? Or <laughs> supposed Brendan, to answer this like a professional Brendan, journalist. Brendan, here's the that's deal. That's good. Travis <laughs> wants you to basically chart out that season of uh, Eastbound and Down where he was playing in the Mexican uh, Baseball League. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, I think I'd love to see it. Uh, <laughs> would Cardinals Twitter ever be any better than that? All of right. us would lose all the followers we've ever had. It yes. would be a bloodbath. Um, that, that's what so I, I want. I, how conflicted would some of the uh, oh, MAGA so faithful Cardinals fans yeah. be? Because they'd be like, well, you should have done your paper. Well, wait, would, that oh, be wait. Our, would that be our social media <laughs> Game of Thrones? That yeah. would be social media Game of Brandon Thrones. Brandon mentioned the bloodbath. It Brandon. would be an and absolute bloodbath. Bloodbath Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. It would be a social media Game of Thrones for Cardinals Twitter. Brendan, yeah. can you, just to throw it back for eight, eight and a half seconds, to, uh, can you reenact your face at the most surprised part of the red wedding. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the face. That's Audio the face. listeners, he's just like that was crushed because it just kept getting worse. Yes. Yeah, like, like, oh tweets, well. One of my yeah. tweets said, um, "So like, you know, everybody's dying, and it's like I'd heard the term red wedding coming in, so I knew it would happen eventually. But this wedding was over. I was like, right. okay, we made it through this wedding. We're having a happy wedding." And then the, the the Lannister song starts playing, and the door closes, and Arya is right outside. Oh right. my gosh! Uh. 
that was the worst part, honestly, because I was like, finally, we're going to get one of these siblings to see the rest of the family, somebody from the family. Um, and it, it didn't happen. So yeah, that was, that was, that was brutal. Now, that yeah, see, you're jogging my memory already. It's yeah, been like it's... a whirlwind month, but that was <laughs> so, so yeah, back to the death that hurt me bad. Like when they stab his wife. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That's Rob's horrible. Stab- right. Oh my God. Isn't that brutal? That's when I that's realized that this show like, but this, and I think that's the phenomenon to it all. Like this show <clears throat> broke the conventional television rules like the things that they did, like it, it, we hadn't honestly seen on television, have we? Not that, I mean, not that I've ever seen. Like you've got main characters that you're assuming are going to be in it for, you know, if they kill them off, it'll be four years from now. Right. Nope. <laughs> nope, it's today. <laughs> and it was, and even at the end of it too, I'm like, oh, well, Rob is still kind of standing and there's his mom. So, maybe, so in your head, no, you're thinking they're going to get out of this. Oh, they're not getting out of this. No. Ah! Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think there was bad, a, bad, bad. an arc on seventh heaven that was uh, oh, comparable <laughs> at one point. Wouldn't you say? Oh. No. Uh, Shave, no. I, I know you're a busy man. Oh, but... he's not busy. He's not gonna do. He's gonna sit around. He's gonna watch more Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's very true. Well, he is playing hurt today. Point, oh, you're playing hurt today. He is playing hurt. You look great. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I uh, I had a, a, a tooth pulled yesterday, and um... again, our grandfathers built trains with one hand. <laughs> so uh... tooth pull in 2019. Can't do nothing the next yeah. day. <laughs> no, I told Gardner too. I'm like, oh, it'll be okay. Like, I, I feel better. He goes, well, let's just wait and see tonight how you feel. This was yesterday. I'm like, I'm like, I think I'll be okay. Uh, but anyway. But 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 you're you're in Texas now. Best part of Texas. Worst part of Texas. So best part, the weather in the winter when y'all had snow Don't and ice y'all. every day. Y'all, y'all left. That's well done, um, my friend. Good play. It's It just kind of slided in there. <laughs> Next but, time he comes um, on, he's going to have a bolo tie on. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's the best part. Um, the worst part, definitely, are the liquor laws in Texas. I don't know if you guys know this, but you you cannot buy liquor at a grocery store. Like you oh, can't it do it. Be a liquor store. Like you go oh, to Walmart. Really? They don't That's have annoying. It. They've got beer. They've got wine. But you but can't you get the hard stuff. Go... Correct. And worse than that. Well, not worse than that, because that's pretty inconvenient if you want to get some liquor. Uh, on Sundays before noon, you just can't buy beer at all at the so, at the store. So, so like, there's more Super control Bowl... on liquor in Texas yeah. than gun control. That sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> Which I guess good not to mix the two, so they're at least yeah. trying. But uh, <laughs> but if you wait till twelve oh one on Sunday, then you can can go. That kind of tripped us up during the uh, Super yeah. That Bowl would be annoying. Not having to, yeah, not being able get. to have access to alcohol on Sundays would be pretty annoying. Yeah, and it's already like summer here too. It's like nineties, so oh. that's not going to be fun. I don't think we'll make it long. We'll be back soon. Okay. Okay. Well, we look forward yeah. to that. Uh, Brendan, any polls we need to keep an eye out for on Twitter? You uh, you delight us with those. Yeah, Gardner, yesterday we, I was talking to him about this, and I said I haven't really done them yet. The inspiration hasn't uh, struck lately, but I'll probably try to try to force something just now that now that we're talking about it and thinking about it. But I did see that Gardner has been getting a little bit fast and loose with his poll questions. Mm. Um, 
I, I retweeted the one, the one today because oh, Carter's did. my friend, okay. but I don't, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> Neither do simple. Can you believe it? <laughs> yes or no? Can you believe it? It can be. I did say yes things. for what that's worth. Just because it doesn't have a focus, or you know that narrow down topic, let it be. Let it speak to you. Hmm. Let it be what you want it to be. Jesus Christ. I'll that think. is the poll. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe, Can you believe I just said yeah. that about a poll? That's true. No, I would change my vote to no yeah, now because I can't believe I just described it that way. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't expect that. That's not true. That's why it You guys evolved. can't get him off the screen, can you? No. Mm, no it won't go control. away. Follow Brendan <laughs> up. And what, yeah, what do you have prepared for KMOV? You've been writing for them. Of course. What's uh, what can we expect from you in that regard, and where can people go to read it? Yeah, so you can you I, the last couple of days I haven't written anything, but uh, throughout the season we'll be keeping up with Cardinal stuff. And the way I recommend you follow that is the Baseball STL app. You can get it wherever you get your app. It's free. It'll keep you up to date on all the Cardinal stuff, and that's where my stories go, as well as KMOV.com. Um, and look at you guys, so fancy. Uh, my Twitter is on the screen, <laughs> so if you don't know me there, you can't. Perfect. You like that, Trev? I love this guy. This is one of the hardest working individuals. I expect you to probably be on MLB Network here in the next three to five years. Uh, we'll make sure Gartner gets you through that front door. Mm -hmm. But congratulations yeah. on your success. Continue the great work. And I'm so happy that you're almost caught up on Game of Thrones. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And by the way, I didn't get to tell you in person, but congratulations on your uh, your Sesame Street. Deal. Oh, that is That's so really kind cool. of you, sir. I appreciate it. I cannot wait to leave Gartner and Chris. Mm. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Schaefer, you want to be the new black dude on the show? <laughs> Good work. Good work. I'm coming back, baby. Coming back to we're gonna we're gonna All do right. a show every day with this little video blip of Travis in it. I'm really genuinely worried about it. Yeah, well, that'll be interesting. <laughs> Thanks, Schaefer. <laughs> See you guys. Shafe. Take See care, you, brother. Buddy. Carte Blanchin and his T-shirt from By Jack. You can get that Carte Blanchin. Look at that technology. You ain't yeah. getting that anywhere else, baby. Mm -mm. The only place where you can get that kind of technology for your podcast is here at Midcoast Media. Midcoast.media is the website. You know who helped us put the studio together? Chris, tell me who. Family-owned business, Tech Electronics, right here in St. Louis, Missouri. We just had somebody in the comments ask, like, you guys, you guys put a lot of time into the show. Is this... Do you make money from this? <laughs> yes, we're a business. That's right. We are live along with the Static Podcast, Mental Health Matters. The Soulardians are going to record in here tonight. <laughs> other podcasts coming, other projects. All of that made possible in the studio by Tech Electronics. We're very happy about that. All of our wonderful sponsors. I do need to remind people to support Gateway Powder Coating. Gateway Powder Coating, yeah. Gateway Powder Coating, fast, durable, affordable. Check out their website, gatewaypowdercoat.com. Say hello to Mark and the fellas. If you need touch-ups on your wheels, anything metal, if you can paint it, you can powder coat it. Gateway Powder Coating, supporter of We Are Live. Before we get to Devil's Advocate, let's do well, a quick um, look at Game of Thrones characters of notable St. Louisans. Uh, uh, Shafe is catching up. He's 12 episodes behind, meaning he's about, yeah, he's about almost a season and a half behind on where we're going to start this upcoming Sunday. But I thought it'd be cool to break down notable St. Louisans and compare them to Game of Thrones characters. Your first submission. My first submission is, of course, the mayor of St. Louis, one Lida Crusen. Lida Crusen. Now, Lida is a little bit <clears throat> aloof. It feels like from time to time, like, yes, she's technically in charge, but 
doesn't really know what's going on with the day-to-day. And the character that reminded me of that was none other than Sansa Stark. <laughs> She's like Sansa. Sansa she has, Sansa's a... You say, I agree. What's that mean? She a baddie. She is a baddie. Uh, Sansa, I'm curious to see her character arc this season because she's gone from someone who, again, very aloof. Princess. Very princess mentality, but now she's endured some horrible times and she's very, very cold, just like the upcoming winter. Mm. Okay. All right, next up. I believe I decided to, if we're going to do the mayor of the city of St. Louis, we had to do the county executive of St. Louis County. That is none other than Steve Stinger, currently going through a lot of controversy right now. Uh-huh. I thought that Stinger reminded me, who did I have for Stinger? Was it, oh, yes, Are Eddard Stark. Wow. Yes, because. Well, guy from National Treasure. Oh, no. Because it's like his, his humility was his hubris. Hmm. His, like Stenger, just he tries to present himself as the anti Charlie Dooley, and at the same time, he's still making the same political blunders that undermine his administration. So Stark. Now, now Ned Stark is widely considered he was the best of them, and he should be the one. But who he still was, be but he was so blinded by this idea by his of own, honor mm. that he did not do what was necessary the to protect fact his that family. You see Ned Stark as uh, problematic says a lot. No, about not you. problematic. I just look at Ned Stark as weak, and why the Starks mm. have been eviscerated throughout mm. the seasons of Game of Thrones. Think mm. about it. The guy, the guy decided to basically say that honor's going to win at the end of the day. When Cersei said it's this. It's still me. It, Cersei said, look, stop being a bitch. You're going to play or not? And he was like, well, I'm going to use my honor. Lop. And guess what? Headed it up on the stake. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to end up having to Stanger if he doesn't figure out this federal investigation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We decided to keep the ball rolling. Very world-class. Um, notable attorney, uh, Mr. Rosenblum. Oh boy. He's, he's the best in St. Louis. He's the best in St. Louis. Uh, this guy, if you get in trouble with the law, this is the person you call in the St. Louis metro area. He's a fixer. He's a, he's a guy that takes care of business. He's, he's, he's Saul, but, uh, (laughs) up top, baby. Yeah. He, he, he'll get in the muck, but he always wins. He's one of the most premier attorneys in all of the Midwest. I said he would be none other than Varys. Ooh. He's always working. He's like a little spider. Yeah, he's got his little birdies. And he moves in all circles. Have you noticed that about Rosenblum? Rosenblum just doesn't move in a particular circle. He moves in all. He knows where he's needed most, and that's everywhere. And that's Varys. Varys is a person who hasn't wielded a sword at any point throughout this series, but he still is standing. That is Rosenblum. Rosenblum, it was a couple years ago, got an issue with the St. Louis County Police Department. He had an alleged DUI. He was almost dead to rights. It looked like, oh, oh man, yeah, one of the biggest attorneys I mean, he, in all of St. Louis got, was about to get. He got hit. He got hit, but he could have been worse. He basically did some Rosenblum magic and made sure that it wasn't. He's he fine. flipped it. He's fine. He made it work for himself. Yeah. So varies. By the way, you would love this character on Game of Thrones, Garden. He is about chaos. Mm. All he does is basically tries to find a way to instigate matters throughout uh, all of King's Landing. You would love him. 
All right, who do we have next? We have a finally, of course, St. Louis. No, not finally. Uh, but we do have an individual that's been in the news recently. Um, let's just say, how many was it? 36 counts? Uh, 36 counts? An indictment by uh, the federal government uh, the other day. Uh, St. Louis Parkway Central grad Michael Avenetti. Michael Avenetti. Who did I have for Michael Avenetti? Oh, I know. I've got one for him. Yes. Oberyn Martell. Oh, really? Why? Because he got arrogant. He took down the mountain. He was taking down the mountain. That was Donald Trump. But he got arrogant. He got cocky. He got full of himself. And he ended up getting his head completely crushed. By the United States federal government. Oh. In this particular case, the mountain actually Gartner, like he's he this big guy about the size of this entire room, puts his two hands around his oh, head. The mountain is a guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. the mountain's a guy. The mountain then forces his thumbs inside this guy's eyes and he goes mm. all the way through his skull, where it cracks his skull and his skull explodes on TV. Why wouldn't he have why would he push his thumbs into the eyes? That's what I I would want the effect of just crushing the skull with the eyes popping out. Well, that could have worked as well. It happened to one of my cats. I completely yeah, agree with uh, with Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer. I think uh, Avenetti's little finger for sure. Littlefinger did get caught up too at the end too, mm-hmm. and he was finger. always and he's always pushing. Littlefinger's mm-hmm. a fair one. Now that's a that's a good one as well because Littlefinger was got, pushing, uh, pushing, pushing, and then got himself into some trouble. You got another one here. I do have another one. Notable president of baseball operations, John Mozeliak. Now I'm glad you brought that up. Thanks. Hey, what about Mosaic? <laughs> John Mosaic <laughs> reminds me of none other than Littlefinger. You just mentioned Littlefinger. Okay. John Give Mosellock, me, I'll hear you out. Well, John Mosaic was very good and he moves the pieces. He, he always has a plan. You may not agree with it. You may not even see the full picture, but it generally works out for him because he's three steps ahead mm. almost every time. Everyone's like, I don't know if this Goldschmidt deal is going to work unless you sign him for long term. Extrapolating that is up to you. He got a long term deal. I don't know, man, about this Miles Michaelis, man. I'm not sure if that's the play. Having said that, Miles Michaelis worked out for the Cardinals in 2018. I don't know, man. I just, this, this Mike Schilt guy, I'm not sure if he's the one for the Cardinals. I think that's an odd statement, first yeah. off, and maybe not even accurate. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> but, Anytime you follow with first off. But, it, but yes, I, I just think John Mozeliak is a guy that has done a very impressive job of making things work behind the scenes. Look, you, I give him a hard time, and rightfully so, especially considering the Cardinals. Ah. Uh, you know, I thought the Harper signing could have still have happened, but I understand what he has and what he's working with. He does very well. And certainly over the last, what we can say, six, seven seasons, even when the Cardinals haven't made the playoffs, they haven't been bad. That's true. They haven't been like, you know, a lot of teams like you can, there are a lot of teams who have go, we talked about this before on the radio show where a lot of organizations have to go through a major rebuild, mm-hmm. being two, three seasons sure. of terrible, terrible baseball. We haven't had that here. And I don't know too many teams in any sport can legitimately say, I think there may be the San Antonio Spurs. Um, geez, I don't know. Can you name any other professional sports organization Patriots. that the Patriots, of course, but they're they, the Cardinals, even when they're not making the playoffs, they're not a terrible team. And you have to give credit where credit is due. And that's John. Mose, How about from the comments? Uh, Black Sheep says Ramsey is uh, Greitens. Uh, Definitely. Jamie Moyers, Fancy Forest says Howley is Joffrey. Ooh. Kind of a spoiled little fella. Spoiled brat. 
just being a complete what about the jerk to no. everyone. Holly grew up on a farm. He's That's a farm true. boy. He's got a flatbed truck trailer, mm. something like that. Mm. Night King is Stan Kroenke from the Fancy Four. Yes. Fancy Foyer. Oh, yeah, that's okay. like, you, you I just don't know. Don't, you don't know how you're going to beat him. Like, you, do, you don't know. It's just the force. It's just, just everything. You're just like, uh, nothing you do is good. It's ever going to be able to and stop And everybody's them. basically forced to join him. Yeah, essentially. Hmm. I, I'm telling you, Gardner, and I know we've kind of spoiled a few things for you, but I, we truly mean that this is your kind of show because it does take, it has a little magic has a little zombie has a lot of sex magic a lot of johnson. blood not magic johnson specifically no you uh, would, would like the gamesmanship episode. of it you There's would a lot like of the... deceit a lot of uh craziness going on a lot of things that get paid off and then three are... years after they happen and then there are a couple characters that just say things that i know you would relate to mm-hmm. like there's a character named braun that i'm absolutely certain you would love because he just says things that are just brutally honest and you would love him to death. So His I'm name's Ron. Bron. Oh, Bron. He's a badass swordsman who just just has a smart ass mouth and doesn't care whether you're royalty or not because he's a badass swordsman. And that's the name of the game. You need badass people in your circle, and he's that guy. So he kind of gets away with being able to say rude things to people because he could easily kill you because he can't do anything about it. Yeah. And then there's the hound. The hound says things that you would absolutely love. Is that love. a dog? No, the hound is, an, oh. is the hound is actually the brother of the mountain we were just talking about oh, earlier. Who named them? They, exactly. But this is what you're missing. Are there parents in the show? They are not. But they both have incredible, intense backstories. That the will, mountain is big, I assume? Yes, he is massive. He, in real life, he is one of the bite? world's strongest men. He's actually one of the world's strongest men. Do you know what his real men. name is? Uh, it's like, uh, isn't it any Swedish? Yeah, I, I think he yeah, wanted, I want to say whatever, wherever there are strong men are really what's good. What's a strong man? What, Magnus Ver Magnuson? Yeah, like remembering who, ESPN two at yes. three in the morning. Oh yeah, and watching the guys well, pull the seven forty sevens. I I don't know. Do, do, do they, does ESPN still do those? I don't know. They should certainly bring that back. Those you things know, were Rambert addictive. Used to do play by play for the uh, fireman challenges. Really? Yeah, on ESPN. We should do that by the way. Like Make that a try. I think Disney. A smoking performance for Dan Smith. Yeah. That's really good. He's on fire, uh, and now it's out. Uh-huh. What about this? Uh, <laughs> this is cheating, but Card's best move is, was hiring their soft tissue specialist. That's really specific. <laughs> this is from a guy named Jeff. Oh uh, boy. Have a good weekend. Big tilt in Mexico, and yes, there's snow on the ground the day the Cards leave for Mexico. He's traveling with the team. Snow in Mexico? I don't know, I guess. Okay. Or wherever they're flying out of. Where would they they'd be flying out of Atlanta or Dallas? Oh, could be. I don't know. So maybe maybe Atlanta? Well Atlanta doesn't handle that well. They do not. That's seen, interesting. I've seen a, that video before. Yeah, I've done when we've done Mexico a couple of times. It's yeah, you're either flying out of Dallas or you're flying out of uh-huh. Atlanta generally. Just get everyone get back. Everyone get back. Can I throw one more St. Louis name out there that we could uh, compare? Yeah. Tommy Bannister. I compare him to Jon Snow. Oh, wow. You know why? Because he'll lead you to where you need to go. Oh. 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 In the game of real estate thrones. Oh, boy. Tommy Bannister is here to help. Circa property. Jesus, somebody help him. Tommy Bannister, Circa Properties. Drop him a line when it's time to buy or sell your home. Right here in the St. Louis area. He's a great supporter of We Are Live. Thank you. Uh, Can I do that again? Can I try that myself? Hang on. 
and to pay that off, Jeff was in Winnipeg last night with the Blues, and then uh, now he's going. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Got okay, got makes it, more it. sense. Uh, you could have gone while winter is coming to the landing. Summer is coming to real estate sales in the St. Louis metro area. It's time for you to stop dragging mm-hmm. and get out there and choose a home for you and your house. And you're gonna wait, need a, wait, wait, you're wait. gonna need an expert. Damn it. You're gonna house, need somebody to walk you through it. It's Tommy Bannister from Circle. Is Pro. House another brother of Mountain no, and Hound? It's, 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 it's no. getting no. complicated. Okay. That's not how that Did works. Did you say dragon? Yeah. There are dragons in this bad boy. Dragon D's nuts cross oh, your face. No, that's see, that wasn't even don't <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Yeah. Stop, stop laughing. Stop it. <laughs> stop laughing. Don't encourage. No. No. Encourage that. Oh, how'd that feel, Travis? It didn't feel good. It won't feel good either when I'm doing oh. that. Oh no! Hmm. <sighs> Are you happy? We got fair or foul coming up. Get those in, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wall at weareliveradio.com. Topic today: Kim Kardashian becoming a lawyer. You can win ten dollars to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Anything we need to get to before we go to fair or foul? Um, real quick, let's check in on Black Twitter. Okay. Oh, hey. Black, Black Twitter is uh, it's gone through a lot lately. A lot's going on. What's happened? Uh, of course, yesterday you had the Nipsey Hustle funeral that was live on BET. That was tough. Black Twitter is out of control. But Black Twitter still finds a way to put a smile on your face, even in the toughest of times. And yesterday was that day as well. And I, I kind of bombarded Gartner with a bunch of tweets, but they just immediately stood out and they had me with tears in my eyes and I needed it. I think we all needed it after a long week and I wanted to share it with you fine folks because it's Friday and I think you would need it as well heading into the weekend. Can you speak freely? So I have a question. When you sleep with a woman, okay, okay. When you sleep with a woman, a dude told me that some women's private parts are warmer than other women's private parts. Is that true? I don't know a lot about sex, but he said that and I was trying to be cool, but I was like, I have to be honest. I don't have that much sexual experience. So I don't know if that's even a true statement. Is that true? Like, like say you slept with me and you slept with Kim. Could my private area be warmer on the inside? Is that true? The tweet was, I'm never asking my boss for a ride again. And this young lady was sitting in the passenger seat as her boss is just having this very forward, confusing, awkward conversation while she has to sit there and listen. She was a curious woman. Oh, I love her reaction because her reaction was all of ours. Like, what the? Huh? What is happening? And this is the beauty about social media. We've all had similar interactions, but we've never been able to actually adequately explain it to people. So to be able to have the tape and see that is is just when things like that happen. I look around for like candid camera crews (laughs) and stuff. All right, where are you? Come out. Ashton Kutcher gonna jump out of here. I don't have a ton of sex, but is a woman's private parts different than another woman? What is what is happening? All right, and then there was one more tweet. Uh, Is that it? Or am I out of tweets? I'm out of tweets. You're out of okay, tweets. I'm out of tweets. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah. Sorry. Well, 
Guys, it's been a fun week. Uh, it, the show doesn't stop just yet. We're going to have a, a conversation with Tim Meadows. He's at Funny Bone all weekend long. You know Tim Meadows from Saturday Night Live. Had a great spot on The Office. He's been in a million different things. We'll talk to him at 1030. And then star of another million things, Tone Bell, who's at Helium, all weekend long. We'll talk to him at 1230. Travis, we've got Fair or Foul. You ready for this? It's time for the people's Fair or Foul. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Mm. Is it a movement? Is it hope? A bit of everything. I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, fair or foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for fair. We give it back to you. The people. Or foul. <laughs> it's what Brendan Schaefer would call this segment. Howdy, boys. Because he's in Texas. He's in Texas. Feel good about that. Do we want to uh, check our poll real quick before, uh, before we jump in? This was it? a big question. Gardner has had a hell of a week when it has come to poll questions. Uh, but this one, I think Ooh. he truly outdid himself. Carter, can you remind the audience, your walnuts, what the question was about? Well, yeah, it's very, it was a complicated question. Very deep question. Can you believe it? Mm. And what were our options? Yes or no. Okay. What is, are the results? The results are 51% to 49%. Uh-oh. It's a close one. No. Wow. Can't it. Nobody can't believe it. People can't believe it. Believe it. I don't know why. It's you right there. It. It's right there. I don't know why you wouldn't believe it. Mm. Mind blowing, man. It's a powerful poll. Kind of. What would you get from me? Mm. Delightful. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. All right, Chris. You ready for the emails? Yeah. We asked you about Kim Kardashian becoming a lawyer. Winner gets ten dollars to buzzes Hawaiian. Right, what do we got? Foul. Who wouldn't want a lawyer who confuses the legal term affidavit with alpha David and then says, oh, yeah, we were together for a little while after Ray J, but before Chris Humphreys. Mm. That said, I'm optimistic that she will partner with Attorney General Barr and do some good work. For <laughs> yes. For Brothers Against Road Rage. Oh, no. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> It's not like she has a track record of bailing on brothers at the first sign of adversity. Oh, the JBL oh, Jackal. I knew that JBL was JBL Jackal. Jackals. I, he really, man, he taps into it. He taps into it. Just like Ray J. Taps into it. Fair. Bet if she was prosecuting the Scopes monkey trial, Clarence Darrow would have met his match. Also, right after she says, I rest my case, Your Honor, she takes two steps. With each step, her butt cheeks make the law and order sound mesmerizing. Nice. <laughs> TT's pink eye. That's good. I like that. Fair. Kim K becoming a lawyer is exactly like Kelly Kapoor in the executive training program. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm like really smart, you guys. You don't even know. <laughs> Prosecutor could be like, objection. And I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. Overruled. She thick, though. Jamie Moyer's fancy voice. Fair. If Kylie Jenner can be a billionaire businesswoman, Kim can be a lawyer. This is true. That's the mayor of 
Colorado. I didn't even know Colorado had mayors. I don't. Uh, who wins $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill? Chris Gardner. Uh, I got to go with JVL again today. Wow. Yeah. What a fancy foyer. The fancy foyer has won $10. Ooh, upset City! To Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Good, good stuff all around. Hey, we're not uh, leaving just yet. Big thanks to all of our sponsors. No, we are leaving. We're just coming back. <clears throat> I ain't going to just sit around with y'all for another 30 minutes. What the hell is this? This ain't an extended hour. 1030. This ain't, this ain't sports plus plus. 1030. Tune in. We're going to talk to the great Tim Meadows. 1230, Tone Bell. Check it out, guys. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hit share on the stream. Mm-hmm. Organic growth. We'll be back in a few with uh, Tim Meadows and everybody else, but uh, this week's been a lot of fun. Trav, want to say your thing that you do? Peace!